It's a shame on Kane. 107.5 uh, was music from the Spinners. Before that, Malo and Suavecito. My pleasure to welcome back to the show. I, I guess he joined us uh, in May, one of the last segments we did with then school board superintendent, Kerry Laviolette. Uh, but my pleasure to welcome back Keith Hewlin. How are you, sir? having me back oh my pleasure and once again uh congratulations on the appointment and i guess uh been on the job officially for about 35 days how's it been going oh it's been real hectic uh, it's been, it's been kind of like a whirlwind since uh since july 1st really when we took over you know um feeling the trickle down effect of my position you know moving up and becoming vacant as assistant superintendent and once we feel that you know, dealing with the trickle-down effect uh, all the way down to our schools and school principals. Uh, we hired five school principals over the summer. Is that, is that a big number for one year? Uh, that is more than, a couple more than normal. Okay. You know, um, we had a few retirements, and like I said, we had some principals who, who moved up into district administration, and we had to fill those spots as well. Um, and, of course, when we fill principal spots, and that a lot of times leaves assistant principal spots vacant and down to and even affecting the classroom. So, so we've been busy interviewing and, and making appointments throughout the summer, and we're finally getting to the light at the end of the tunnel. We have everybody in place uh, to welcome back our teachers tomorrow. Tomorrow is our teachers' first day back at school. Excellent. Uh, today a big day, though. Right. Today is our district-wide enrollment day. Um, I've been you know, tracking the numbers on our uh, student population for the past few years, and uh, even prior to COVID, we were on the decline, and then after COVID, really hit us hard these past two years. We lost about 1,000 students from the public school system since uh, 2019. Um, So really looking at making an effort to gain some of those students back um, who have left the district for other reasons. You know, some moved out of district, out of state, but there are a lot of kids right here in our community that are choosing options like homeschool or virtual school through other providers, and we're really making an effort to reach out to those those kids. Some of them are doing very well in those options, but others are, are struggling. And, you know, we want them back in our classrooms where we know that they have top-notch instruction. We're preparing them for life beyond school and, you know, uh, in our classrooms are the best place for them. So we're making an outreach effort. Today we're welcoming anybody who's coming back to our district, either from outside attending another public school system or are coming back to us from homeschool or charter schools, we have a district-wide enrollment day, and we kind of made it a one-stop shop, making it really easy for parents to come and get them back into school. Everything they need to do will be in one location today from um, 8.30 to 11.30 at our maintenance center on Lewis Street, the old Magnolia Elementary School. Okay. Yeah, we have a nice big conference room there uh, that we use for multi-purpose things, and so that would be a good location kind of located in the center of town. So no matter what school zone they're in, where they live, they could come to that one location and we'll get them back in. Okay, and so this would be for any new student or any student uh, any who is planning on enrolling? New students. So if, they're, uh, if they were not in our schools last year, okay, there's a little more to the enrollment process to get them back in, and so that's why we're having this special day for them. How about for returning students? What should they be thinking about right now? Returning students should be counting the days till <laughs> next uh, Wednesday, August the 10th is our first day back. Um, A lot of schools are hosting orientations beginning this Friday, Monday and Tuesday of next week. Uh, Orientations will be happening at our different schools. Parents could go on our website and uh, get that list of orientation schedules. Um, And that's, if they're a returning student, that's all they need to do is show up at their orientation. 
Um, they could get their school supply list off of our uh, website as well and, uh, and then be ready for the first day on August 10th. Any changes from last school year to this school year, whether it be uniform changes or backpack changes, anything uh, like that? Uh, we do have some uniform changes. We actually met at the end of last school year, and we uh, loosened up our uniform policy a little bit. You know, some parents were having difficulty finding certain things since uh, COVID and, you know, supply chain issues. So we did add some several colors to our uniform policy. So it used to be white, navy, or hunter green shirts, and we've added gray uh, and red shirts to that, uh, to those colors. And we've also added black pants. Um, and um, so just giving them some more options to try to help uh, help find things uh, to start the school year. So that's some changes. Um, we also had previously prohibited uh, facial hair for young men, and that's been loosened up as long as they're, it's neatly trimmed and groomed. Uh, guys could wear goatees or, or, uh, or beards or whatever, you know, in high school. So that's something that our young men are looking forward to. Very good, very good. And uh, you, you mentioned the school supply list on the website. I would imagine these uniform uh, rules are there somewhere, too, if folks need to look at that. That's correct. It's all posted on our website. If you go to iberiaschools.org, and then uh, there's a, a link for parents' information and, uh, and back-to-school information, and under there you could find orientation and school supplies. Real good. How about bus schedules, uh, things like that? Uh, would they see much in the way of change if they're heading to the same school? No, uh, not really. Uh, we do have some, some new bus drivers that joined our, our force, and, um, but at orientation. That's why it's important for them to go to their school orientation. Principals will have the information on the bus routes, the drivers, and parents could get the drivers' uh, phone numbers and all to, to be able to contact them. So that's why it's important for them to attend their orientation. Real good. School board met last night. Uh, anything, uh, well, I'll tell you, before we go there, uh, any other back-to-school news uh, or info you want to share? Uh, we do have some exciting things coming in terms of our cafeterias. Um, you know, uh, Iberia Parish is a community eligibility program recipient. That means all of our students eat free lunch and breakfast in our schools. And we're piloting a few new programs that will be coming to our two largest high schools this year, Westgate and Nish. We'll start off and get a cafeteria makeover at, at, at some point during the school year where we're just kind of changing the look of the cafeteria, kind of getting rid of those long tables and, and replacing them with some round tables to encourage more, you know, a congregation and socialization during lunch. And um, we're also changing the way that the serving lines work in those two large schools, and it'll be more uh, likened to a, a, a college uh, cafeteria where there are different stations that students can go to and, and get get choices for lunch and meals and um we're also piloting a, a new program for breakfast where we'll be serving in our cafeterias ice lattes in the morning so a mm-hmm. lot of students looking forward to that of course they meet all the guidelines uh you know of uh, for our cafeteria policies and they're uh sugar-free actually you know so they're healthy a healthy option but uh, we had the opportunity to sample them and i think our students will really enjoy that option in the morning excellent excellent so, again, uh, school board met last night. Any highlights from uh, that meeting? Last night was a pretty light agenda. Um, coming back to school, uh, we, we, our July agenda was pretty lengthy. But, but last night we approved a few purchases, uh, continuing to use our ESSER funding that came into the district uh, after COVID. You know, that will be with us for the, uh, two more years. We have that, those federal funds available. So we're purchasing some uh, new curriculum with that. We're also uh, 
updating our Chromebook fleet. You know, all of our students have a, a, their personal electronic devices uh, that they use throughout the day and have the ability to take home. So we, um, we had a, about 3,000 of our Chromebooks that are already at end of life. You know, they last about three to four years, and then they have to be replaced. So we're... we're Is it upgrades, or they just don't have much of a lifeline, life yeah, function? It, they just they typically last about four years. So um, And we had started that initiative prior to COVID, and so some of our first ones that we purchased are... You know, they're, they're still working, but a lot of times once they hit that point, then they're not supported and you can't download right, new right. programs and different things. So we have to end up updating them uh, with, with newer versions, uh, you know, but uh, they work the same. Uh, they look the same, but the inside is different. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. And uh, one last purchase that we approved last night is a digitation of our uh, records for um, our special services department. Uh, you know, right now you walk into our SPED office and probably about the size of this room that we're in is just huge files, rolling file, you know, uh, systems where folders from one wall to the other. So we're going to be working on digitizing those records. And, and from now on, when uh, we, we add new students, all of that information will be scanned in and kept digitally. So um, it will make us more efficient and uh, kind of push us, push us into the future there with our, our special services department. Very good. Anything else from last night of note? Uh, that's it from last night. You know, um, we also welcomed our new teachers yesterday, and so I, I mentioned that to our school board members. Uh, we have 150 new classroom teachers, uh, teacher aides, um, that are joining our district this year, and we, we met with them yesterday at North Lewis Elementary, and um, we had a full day of uh, PD with them, professional development, getting them ready for their first day of school. Excellent. You know, getting back to that first day, I know there has been some idea that parents don't have to be in a hurry to get their kids back to school, sometimes waiting for the Labor Day weekend, whatever. Uh, what do you tell those teachers who are parents, I should say, who are not in a hurry to get the kids back in school on that first day? You know, we've been fighting uh, a truancy problem in our district uh, for, for quite some time, and it's beginning uh, worse and worse every year. So I've been tracking the numbers on that as well since since I started. And um, we really have a push this year to uh, make sure that when students are well and healthy that they're at school and we cut down on those unexcused absences. Attendance starts on day one, on Wednesday the 10th. That's the first day of school. You know, um, by the time Labor Day gets here, we're talking we'll be in school two to three weeks by that time. And you're, you're missing a quarter of a grading period of learning. So we want to encourage them to be in our classes on the first day. I've asked the principals, uh, our homeroom teachers will be making phone calls after the first day home to, to students who didn't show up and speaking to parents and say, and this is letting them know, hey, his first day of school was yesterday. We missed your child. He wasn't there. You know, hope we, we could see him tomorrow. So they can expect those phone calls beginning on the first day of school if, if their children don't show up. So really making an effort to have everybody in the desk. And I would imagine uh, there's still, like, laws that kids have to be in school or, if if not in school, enrolled in some sort of homeschooling program or at least notifying the state that, no, we are homeschooling our child. Uh, so there are some minor legal implications, too, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, it's mandated by statute. And, um, you know, I've met with... Uh, um, uh, District Attorney uh, Bo Dewey and uh, working with some of our local judges. I've had several conversations with um, Roger Hamilton, new, new district judge here, and we're going to be working together 
uh, with that to enforce those laws because there, there are some consequences for parents. You know, it could be a monetary fine, could be community service, and, you know, it could even be jail time. But we don't want to see that happen. No. We, we want to be proactive, and we have some programs that will be in place this year so that we don't get to that point. Uh, but we want to work together with parents to make sure the kids are in school. Yeah, no doubt about it, no doubt about it. One uh, real quick reminder about today's uh, early enrollment uh, opportunity. That's right. Today from 830 to 1130 at our uh, maintenance building on Lewis Street. And, you know, come in whether they have questions or they're ready to enroll or they just want to talk to us. We'll be there to help them out. And again, orientation begins on Friday at some schools. And where would they find that schedule? I know we used to get a stack of those schedules. Uh, yeah, no. But, but I haven't seen that in a few years. It's all online on our website. Yeah. You know, our first uh, orientation is actually tomorrow. Um, and like I said, the majority of them will be held Monday and Tuesday. All right. So again, uh, remind us of the website. www.iberiaschools.org. Very good. Any other thoughts on uh, the start of the school year? Or, uh, I just want to share one more quick bit of news that I received yesterday from our state superintendent. Um, Iberia Parish was named a top district in the state for growth on last year's LEAP test. So I was able to join him for a press conference yesterday in Ascension Parish. Oh, cool. Um, yep, and Iberia Parish was recognized for that growth. And um, one of our schools was even highlighted. That's St. Charles Elementary in Generet for being a top school for growth in the entire state. So we're very proud of those two things. And next time I come back uh, after our next meeting, I'll have some more information to share. So those, that data is hot off the presses, and uh, we were informed of it yesterday afternoon. So just wanted to, to throw that in there, but we'll have more on that coming. All right. Heath, appreciate you coming uh, by today, and we'll look forward to having you in, usually the Thursday following school board meetings. That's right. See you next time. Looking forward to it okay. uh, again. Heath Thank Uland, you. Superintendent of Schools for Iberia Parish. Uh, News is coming up next. A full look at our forecast, obituary notices, all brought to us by David Funeral Homes. Uh, stay with us. Again, news up next. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The-